Dear beloved, welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the scripture. I am Oluwabakola Pereira. Thank you so much for joining me today. Here with me today, I have brother Tolulokpe Adeno, which is a new to you all because this is a third time here on the show. So I pray that you are blessed today because how will be? All to you, brother Tolu. Um, Jesus will thank you. Jesus, you're beautiful. You, you are beautiful, Jesus. You are beautiful, you know. Um, thinking of what to talk about this evening. And, you know, in my heart, I, I haven't looked through that scripture. I could only respond to say, Jesus is beautiful. Jesus yes, is yes. so beautiful. Yes, yes. Um, so, we've had this consistent conversation about identity and about how our identity is intact. And what I really want to talk about tonight is sin and a state of identity. So there was this woman that was brought to Jesus. And guess what the crime was? The Bible says that she was caught in the heart of adultery. So it's either she was caught doing it or she was just caught and they had all the evidence to show that she did it so nobody was lying on anybody she actually did it and then the people who brought the whole accusation to jesus literally quoted the scripture when they were talking to jesus they were like according to the law moses commanded us that anyone who does this particular sin that she's committing should be stoned to death so there was a sinner someone had just done something wrong and that did not just end there. They were also accusers. And the accusers weren't just some ordinary conversations or hearsay. They came with the very word of God from the mouth of Moses. And then they were bringing that conversation to Jesus. Jesus, the law, the same law, the one whom you call your father, God, gave to Moses, says this woman has done something very wrong. And she should be condemned to death so they brought judgment they brought sin they brought judgment and the placed it before jesus okay jesus what do you have to say to this we'll have the stones with us. we just want to hear what you have to say and you know this could be you doing committing a sin either consciously or deliberately or not deliberately you've just committed a sin and whatever it is and then you're your believer, all right? And you're praying. And while you're praying, scriptures are running through your head. Like scriptures running through your head. And what those scriptures are, are saying in your mind is that it's condemning you. Those scriptures are, are literally playing in your mind. And the whole attack of that scripture in your mind, listen carefully to what I'm saying, is that it is condemning you. Same way, people brought a sinner to Jesus. While they brought a sinner to Jesus, they also brought the law that condemned the sinner to death to Jesus and asked Jesus to judge the case. Same way, you've done something wrong, but you want to pray or you're in church or you want to fellowship. 
in your head. Scriptures are also plain. But the only thing you could identify with that scripture is, is condemning you. It's telling you the wages of sin is dead, so you don't deserve to be with, in God's presence. It's telling you that, oh, you've done this over and over, especially scriptures, and you know, it's, you've done this over and over, and you just don't, de- you don't deserve God. You should, you should be like Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, those scriptures are now replaced in your head. And then you ride before God, you know, humble, repentant, whatever state you are. And Jesus, right there, the Bible says, and he began to write up, write on the ground. And he raised up his head and he said, Let he who is without a sin be the first to cast a stone. Let he who is without a sin be the first to cast a stone. So the Bible says that all of them, their conscience began to prick them. And they all left from the elders to the least. And when Jesus was done writing, he lifted up his head, listened to the scripture, and he looked at the woman. He said, where are your accusers? Listen, the scripture playing in your head is literally accusing you, condemning you. You remember, maybe like the last one or the last two episodes, we were talking about the difference between condemnation and conviction. And the condemnation could literally come via the scripture. It could be the scripture playing in your head. It could be your conscience playing in your head. So Jesus said, where are your accusers? Listen, whenever scriptures play in your head, accusing you, condemning you, it is not of God. Is the father of lies playing tricks with truth. And the moment the truth gets into the hand of the father of lies, the only way the father of lies could interpret that truth is by lies. We said it the other times that the father of lies is not designed to speak truth. So even when the very scripture of God is in the mouth of the father of life, the only thing it can produce is still life. So it could literally pick a scripture. But the moment it's coming, this is how to judge, is it God or not? One condemns you and tells you, you don't measure up to this standard. You don't belong here. The other one says, and, and guess what Jesus said? The woman said, my accusers, they are gone. They are nowhere to be found. Then Jesus told her, I do not condemn you either. Listen. I do not condemn you either. So the, the word of God never condemns you. Condemnation is never, even when you are at the least of state, I mean you just did something wrong. I'm, I'm, quoting, I'm telling you the scripture basically. Did something wrong. He said, I do not condemn you either. And guess the next word that follows. It says, sin no more. Listen, that's the secret. What God wants from you is that you do not do that thing again. And that's it. What God wants from you is that you sin no more. It would never condemn you. I'm saying no matter how the scripture sounds, no matter who is saying the scripture, no matter whose voice by which you're hearing or it's playing in your head, the moment it begins to condemn you, the best way to deal with it is to ignore it. Don't go that lane. The goodness of the Lord brings a man to repentance. What God does to you is that it brings you to a state whereby you won't be able to do that thing anymore. And that's what God wants from you. He doesn't want you to keep indulging in that thing. And that doesn't mean he won't keep forgiving you. That's the, that's the most... And, and, and you, now you can now see why I said Jesus is beautiful. 
How can a woman be caught in the heart of adultery? How can there be written word condemning the woman to death? And the next thing Jesus is saying to the woman is, I do not condemn you either. Just sin no more. I'm telling you that whenever those voices plays in your head in the place of prayer, ignore it. Ask for forgiveness. Repent and turn. Sin no more. The conversation has ended at that place. I'm saying it to say that he wants you more than you, you can ever desire him. I'm telling you. Jesus wants you more than you can ever desire him. And he wants you out of that sinful state. He knows how, he knows how terrible it is. I was still talking to a friend right now and I'm saying that how, how, how do unbelievers live through every day alone in this world without a God who is their father? Like how? How do you survive this world without a comfort, without a comforter, without the Holy Spirit, without someone encouraging you, without an assurance that, tran- that transcends death? Without an assurance that transcends death, that 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 is enough a problem. I'm saying that he wants you. He doesn't want you in that state. A sinful state is a terrible state. You, so he's not going to condemn you more. He's not going to heap more condemnation upon you. No, no, he loves you. He wants you. He wants you. He's always running back to the prodigal son. He wants you. He wants you to come back to yourself. Same as the prodigal son did. You remember that story, right? The, the guy, the, the prodigal son took, took his inheritance and went into the community and spent all that he had. And, you know, and he expended all that the father had for him. The Bible says that, and the prodigal son came to himself and he returned back. The Bible says, while he was afar of, the father ran to him. Jesus is always running to you. He wants your relationship. He loves you. Your identity as a son is intact. Is intact. Is intact. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. He doesn't see you the way you see us, the way the devil sees you. He sees you as his righteousness, as his image, as his glory. Can we, can we, can we just just take time to meditate on that as we as we pray um, Jesus will thank you Jesus will thank you I don't know if if you're going through serious condemnation you've lost your peace you're, you're troubled and you think it's God no it's not God it's the devil it's not God and you have the scripture that plays in your head and tells you you know what it's not God. That's not God. He's the father of lie lying to you. So rise up right now. Rise up right now. Hax him. Tell him you're sorry. And that's it. He has forgiven you already. I don't care what you did. He has forgiven you already. I don't care what you've done. He has forgiven you already. Yes. The blood of Jesus. He said how much more the blood of the blood of Jesus who is able to push purge our conscience from dead works. Yes, he's able to purge. Jesus will thank you because of the blood. The chastisement of our peace is upon you. By your stripes we are healed. The Bible says, surely he bore our grief. You bore our grief so that we would not grieve anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because of your blood. Thank you because of your blood. Lord, I ask that this soul be cleansed by your blood. I ask for peace. I cast out 
everything selling and buying in this heart. I cast them out of your soul. I speak peace into your soul. Haven't you read? He said, he said, he said, he said, come to me. Call you that labor and a heavy lady. It's enough, it's enough burden, it's enough leading to be in sin. It's not gonna hurt to eat, friends. He said, Come to me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I would give you rest. Come, come on. Come on, he would give you rest. Come on. This is where you belong. Come on. Come on. I speak to your soul. Come home. Come on. Arise from that depression. Come home. Arise from that condemnation. Come home. Arise from that troubled heart. Come home. Come home. Come home. Come to rest. Come to peace. Come to rest. Come to peace. Rise up from your burdens. Rise up. Drop it. He's calling you. Come home. Come home. Come home. This is where you belong. You belong to Jesus. This is where you belong. The lover of your soul is calling you. Come home. Your sins, it does not condemn you. It does not condemn you. So come home. Come home. You are still a son. Come home. Come home. Let the peace of the Lord find you right now. Receive peace in your heart. Let all the noise of condemnation be shut down in your heart. Let all your troubled soul, let it come to rest. Let it come to peace. Let your river be still. It leads you beside the still water. Tonight, you're going to sleep well. I know you've been having a lot of nightmares and troubles. And you're scared when when, when the sun is about to set. Tonight, you will sleep well. He will set his angels. He will give his angels charge over you. They shall bear you up in their hands. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. He said they will make a wall of fire around you. And a glory in your midst. It will make a wall of fire around him. It will be the glory in your midst. Arise right now. Arise right now. Take up the sword. It's time. It's time to live again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As Brother Tolu is talking, the, the song came to mind. It's called... Um, I believe it's called You Love Me Anyway. And it goes, uh, the lyrics goes, The question was raised as my conscience fell. A silly little lie. It didn't mean much, but it lingered still in the corners of my mind. But you've called me to come to your presence, Lord. Thank you. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you because you love us anyway. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Thank you, Jesus. We sometimes as humans, we just we just do things that make us ourselves feel shameful, but despite being ashamed that you you do not condemn us, Lord. That you love us in a way, what a blessing. What a privilege, what an opportunity, what an honor. Father, we thank you so much. 
Thank you because you love us. You love us anyway. Father, we ask for strength, Lord. That strength, that strength to triumph over sin, to live above sin. Father, we ask for it, Lord. Father, strengthen us according to your power, according to your grace, according to your love. Father, strengthen us. Father, the strength from above, that which is incomparable to none. Father, that's what we ask for. Father, strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Father, higher is in the middle of sin. But we are doing our best, Lord. Not to let high be above you, Lord. And we pray that you strengthen us, Lord. To live a life that's worthy. That gives nothing but glory to your name. Father, we thank you. Thank you for loving us anyway. All glory, honor, and adoration be to your holy name. Father, thank you so much. We love you. And we thank you so, so much for loving us first. Be exalted, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you because your presence is evident to us and your presence was is evident today like it has always been. We truly, truly appreciate you, Lord. But I pray that as your children, I mean, everyone under the sound of my voice, I pray that as they go into the new week, that you just go with them. And that you'd let them know that you love them beyond comprehension, beyond anything they can ever imagine of a tongue. Father, thank you because you've done that, because you've shown them that and you've assured them that. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your son, Allah Jesus Christ. Amen. You'll have a good week and stay blessed jesus loves you he loves me he loves us anyway peace